I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have it. I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, I have a lot of things, but I don't get anything. You know, it's not like God goes, hey, tell them this. Nope, it hasn't been that way lately. And, uh, but I was, in, I was praying the other day and uh, sitting at home by myself, and I was, I was kind of just thinking or praying or something. And then uh, the thought came to my mind, who is my neighbor? And I'm like, who is my neighbor? I'm like, come on, Lord, I know this one. Come on. You know, sometimes I think I'm better than I am. Because it's like, you know, he's got me reading over stuff that I've read over a billion times that I've taught before and all that. And, 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 the, and the Lord, it was like, no, seriously, who is your neighbor? Because like Mark was talking about, we do have a hierarchy of love. We do love people that we should love a little bit more. Right? And we do love our family a little bit more. And we do, but it's like, who is my neighbor? I'm like, and that term neighbor really means others. It doesn't mean your literal neighbor, you know, because some of my neighbors are creepy. They, re- they probably thought, there goes the neighborhood when I moved in, you know. Oh, man. Come on, people are mean. Everybody, I mean, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't sense that, but, I mean, they probably thought, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I got some neighbors that I'm really cool with. My neighbor, I'm cool with that kid, cool here, cool back there. Oh. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, not because they've done anything to me. Amen. I just don't like the way they are. And so God is like, so, so then I went, okay, God, I get it now. Who's my neighbor? See, he's trying to be funny. Because you know something. You know something about us. Our love is very flawed, and, and our love is very particular, and, and we withhold it a lot. And I, I don't hate anybody. I really don't. I don't, I don't. There's no one on the planet that I hate. It's, it's really not. Uh, but I will be honest. I'm not sure I love everybody. Amen. Now, I don't hate them, but I'm not sure I love them either. And so I, I, I had to take a look at it. And like I said, I was just reading stuff. I didn't come up with, you know, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I pray for you, actually, because I don't know how this is going to go. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Them meaning Jesus and the Sadducees and the Pharisees were debating. Right? And so here, here it is. The Sadducees at that, the Sadducees, what's the difference between the Sadducees and the Pharisees? Well, the Sadducees were, were the conservative bunch. They were the ones who they were the old school ones who followed the law. The Sadducees would be Republicans. They, they, were, they, were, they were very uh, right in thought. They were very, you know, everything should be buttoned down. And then the Pharisees actually were for the common man. They were, they, they, one big difference is the Sadducees didn't believe in the spiritual realm much at all. The Pharisees did. They didn't believe in, in, in afterlife and stuff like that. The Pharisees did. So it was a big difference between them. So you can actually call them Republicans and Democrats. That's how, that's how different it was. But one thing they both agreed on, they didn't like Jesus. Amen. All right, all right. And, and don't get me started with that. So, so here it is. They're having this debate. And so this teacher of the law came up to them 
and he asked, he, asked, he asked Jesus, of all the commandments, which is the most important one? So he hears them debating, and Jesus is killing them, by the way. He, he's, he's crushing them with their answers. They, they, they can't deal with Jesus. Amen? And so he comes up and says, which one is the greater? Next verse. The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. This says, listen, hear, O Israel. Your, your translation might not have this. I'll explain it. Hear, O Israel. He's saying, he's not talking to the guy anymore. He's talking to everybody. He says, the Lord your God, the, the, uh, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, meaning he's holy. He, he doesn't need anything. Everybody say amen. amen. When you see the term one with God, it means that God is all he needs. Amen. He's, He's alone. That's where we get the word alone from. It's all one. He's all one. Remember he told Adam, it's not good that I made man alone. All one. Like me. I made you like me. I shouldn't have done that because I don't need anything. Amen. But obviously you need something. So now I got to put you to sleep and make a woman, a woman, a, woman, a man with womb and give her to you because I made you too much like me. Because I don't need, I'm all one. He's just saying that the Lord our God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is how, this is how you can measure this in your life. I'm not judging you, I'm just helping you out. When you're sitting there for a moment and you got nothing, nothing really to do, nothing really pressing, but when you get a spare moment, does God come to your mind? Amen. Okay, I got a few big amens. It, so what I'm saying is when you're sitting around and, you, and, and nothing's really going on, you're not watching television. It may be on, but you're not watching it. You, you're, not, uh, 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 you're not worried about what the kids are doing. You're not worried about your mother. You're not, you're not worried about your creepy husband. You're not worried about your wife and her all craziness. You're not worried about the yard. You're not thinking about politics. You're not, when you're sitting there, just sitting there, or you're just driving peacefully, just, or you're in the shower and you're trying to wash your hair. Does God come to mind? Amen. See, if he does, then you may be okay. You see, because when you've got time on your hands, what fills it? If, if God has really moved into your life, he will dominate every spare moment you have. Because yes, life Lord. is so busy, right? You guys are running around and stuff to do. And last week for me, it was whacked out. It was just, I was like, oh, <laughs> this, this is not a, this week is kind of tricky, you know, and, 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 and it's like when that happens, so God says, okay, I know you're busy, but if you ever get a spare moment, I'm dominating it. Amen. If Amen. you do this, if you love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with everything that you have, that's the complete you right there. Next verse. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than now, this. Now, I think if you do the first one, you will automatically do this one. But, you know, I, I think that's, I used to think that. I'm not sure that's true. I, I, I understand why they kind of brought this, broke this up, because you can actually be really in love with God and can't stand people. I'm a witness. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think, well, if I love the Lord with everything I have, then he's going to fix me and change me and make me love everybody. No, God ain't going to make you do anything. So I understand this perfectly because me and God have our issues. I mean, <laughs> sometimes we just don't agree. 
as if my word matters, you know what I mean? And, but 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 I, I think about it, I go, God, but me and you, even you can slap me, you can knock me down, you can you can say negative things about me, you can but people can't. If people do that, God, see, you can love God and not love people. So I'm saying they broke it up because it says there is no commandments greater than these. And here's here's my thought about this, people. If we did this, wouldn't the world be better? Mm -hmm. So what's wrong? I'll tell you what's wrong. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. To love your neighbor as to love your neighbor as yourself. Come on, people. You love you. Even you who look in the mirror and go, oh, I'm not this and I'm not that. Or even you fight with depression or if any of you, you know, have anxiety issues. You love you. You know why you love? No, I can tell. Because you love you so much, you let yourself be that way. (laughs) You feel that way so strong and and not considering what it does to everybody else. You want to be that way. So, no, why? Because you love you. Mm -hmm. You guys not getting that. I know it steps on your shoes, I get it. But it's like when, 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 when you have situations wrong with you, sometimes it may be medically or something like that. Sometimes you need help. Everybody say amen. amen. But a lot of times when you're a certain way and, then, and it, it seems like you're opposed to yourself, meaning, oh, this person, they fight depression so bad or they, they're always so hard on themselves. And I'm saying, yeah, that is tough and, and, and you need to work through that, but here's the thing, you're like that because you love you. Amen. Because you that's how you want to be and you don't care. Mm-hmm. I used to be a very mean person. Some of you think I still are. <laughs> I used to be very mean. Only only <laughs> witness I have in here is my uncle. Now the rest of you didn't know me. He can comment. And, and, and it's like I used to be very mean and life kind of get put me in that box, but I won't blame it all on life. But what I realized is when I went free from that, I realized something. I don't have to be that way. Because God is coming to my life, and he's, he's changed my life, and, and now he's trying to show me this love thing. Now, mind you, it's been a long journey to try to get to it. But, I mean, I, I realized something. I'm just not living for me. I'm living for other people. See, you got to love your neighbor as yourself, meaning love them like you love you. You would go out of your way for you, but you ain't going out of your way for nobody else. Unless you like them. Amen. You like them, you'll go out of your way. They're your friends, you'll go out of your way. So God was like, so if that neighbor came and asked you for help, would you help him? Yeah, I'd help him. Lord, I ain't that bad. <laughs> really? And then a neighbor did something the other day, and I just had to laugh. And I go, you are really testing me. <laughs> I won't go into it. You are really testing me. That, that was a good one. You're making me think. My love is so flawed. My love is so based on uh, circumstances. Or, Come on. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. I can see Jesus standing there when he's telling this going, okay, you're telling me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's going, he, the man tells Jesus, good answer. <laughs> I can see Jesus going, thanks. I mean, what, what is Jesus going to say? You're right, you're right. 
that God is, is the one, there's none other but him. Next verse. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, yeah. and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings he and sacrifices. He says we do offerings, we do burnt offerings, and we sacrifice animals because God needs blood. And so, therefore, we have to sacrifice these animals because we have to, the blood has to cover for the sin of man. So that's why Jesus had to sacrifice his blood because Jesus was called the what? Lamb of God. Mm -hmm. So when they killed Jesus, they no longer needed to sacrifice. But at this point, they were still doing it. But he had a concept that was correct. He says, loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself is more important than all those religious crap that we do. I think this guy was a, we can call him today, he was an independent. It, it said he was a teacher of the law. He wasn't a Sadducee, he wasn't a Pharisee. He just heard the argument and got involved. From a simple, a simple thought of this, I don't care about what side. All Amen. I care about is what's right. Amen. We should all be like that. Amen. We're not. He's like, I'm not a Sadducee, I'm not a Pharisee. That is a very good answer. Come on, next verse. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom he of says, God. He says, listen, oh, that was pretty good. Let me tell you something. You are close to the kingdom of God. Amen. You're not quite there. But you are close. Some scholars think that he meant because Jesus was right next to him. He goes, you don't realize I am the kingdom of God. I'm not sure about that one. I think he's saying, you know what, your, your thought of what to do is correct, even though you're, you're not really doing it. He says, man, that's good. See, you're getting it. You're not, you realize the, the religious stuff doesn't matter. It's really your heart. It's really your concept of God and your love for people and, 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 and uh, accepting what God has done in your life. But the, the, the evidence of it is, is how you love him and how you love people. I'm sorry, that's just the evidence of God changing your life. So when someone says God has changed my life, but they act like demonic mm. maniacs, you go, no, I have to question that. And they go, no, don't you judge me, I'm not. Amen. I just look at fruit. Amen. And your fruit is a little off. If you really had the concept of God in your life, you wouldn't talk like that. You wouldn't point fingers at those people like that and hate them. You wouldn't hate a candidate no matter what he stood for. Amen. You wouldn't hate the people that, 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 that don't dress like you or don't have the same views as you. See, Jesus is going, you're close because you are independent. <laughs> Amen. You haven't taken a side. You, you're kind of looking at the law for what it is and you're making, you are very close. And after that, nobody asked him any more questions. The book was closed. Case closed. You know why they didn't want to touch that? Because they know they weren't doing that. The Sadducees and the Pharisees didn't even get along. And they both believed in, so that's kind of like uh, assemblies of God and Pentecostals. That's like Catholics and, and Baptists. And here's this guy standing in the middle going, no, I only make it based on the law. I won't pick a side. Amen. And Jesus says, oh, you're close. Oh, yep, you're on the road. Amen. 
who's my neighbor? Oh, man, I don't like my neighbor. <laughs> Galatians chapter 5, come on. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Now, you guys have been called to be free. Come on. But do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. But don't run wild and just do whatever you want to do because you're free. What does it mean by free? It means that you're no longer bound by do's and don'ts. You're no longer, nobody's holding which, the, the, the fire and brimstone over your head anymore. Nobody's calling you to be perfect. But does it give you carte blanche to just run crazy? No. Oh, we have to fight us. Everybody say amen. So, Because, you know, God has this thing called forgiveness, and he has this thing called grace and mercy. And, Lord, I know that I rest in that a lot. I depend on that a whole lot, and I, and I know I'm not alone. And so when we do that, we, that doesn't mean that we can just go slap people and do whatever <laughs> we want to do because he's got grace and he's got mercy and forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? Amen. <laughs> okay, you with me. Don't use your freedom. It says, now this is what you should do, though. Don't use your freedom to indulge the flesh, but rather serve one another humbly in love. See, no, we can't because I love me more than I love you. Come on, I love me more than you. Come on, get out of here. Amen. <laughs> I love me. You all right? Amen. Come on, be honest. Come on. Amen. And I'm looking at this going, Lord, see, this is not fair. And, and so God is like, fair? Son, this is not, it's not about being right or fair or wrong or unfair. It's, it's just about who I am. I see, I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get you. It's not really about you. I'm trying to show me you. Amen. Yeah. I'm trying to get you to see me. Amen. How I do it. Because, see, you're flawed, and, and yeah, you've got stipulations and requirements for your love. And, and he goes, you know, I got my commandments and stuff like that. But, I mean, you got to think about it, son. Uh, you ain't sacrificing your son for the world. Amen. I did. And, and I knew they weren't going to serve me, and people weren't going to believe in me, and they were going to treat me bad and slander my name. But I still did it anyway. You know? And I did it not out of spite. I did it out of love. And now whosoever will that comes... I'll save them. Thank you, Lord. So again, son, who's your neighbor? Okay, we go deeper. Come on. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. So you, get, you go, man, so how do I make sure the Bible is working in my life? Love the yourself. Entire law, the entire law, is the entire word of God is based on this simple statement right here. Love your neighbor as yourself. <clears throat> not you give money, not you work for God, not you speak Bible verses all the time, not you post up on your Facebook account about Jesus, not you don't curse, not you don't drink that much, not you, you, know, not you vote Republican or Democrat, none of that crap. It's just how do we... How is the whole word of God summed up in your life? Well, is it because I wear the right clothes and I, I go to church on Sundays and I pray a lot and I read my... No. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm struggling teaching you this because I'm like, this, this is kicking me in the groin. <laughs> and again, so God goes, listen, I'm doing this because I'm not really getting on you, I'm trying to show you me. 
Amen. Kenny, you're not like me. And I go, God, I know. But look at this world. He goes, I know, but look at Jesus' world. Amen. Amen. They're not about to throw you on a stick and crucify you. And then what did Jesus say? Forgive them. Mm -hmm. I would have been like, punish them. <laughs> Don't be treating me like that. The whole word is summed up on love your neighbor as yourself. That is such a strong love because you love you. And you wake up every day and do you. Amen. People go, no, I got kids. I got to look at, nope, you wake up every day and do you. Because some of us put all our all into our children and we shouldn't. Amen. All our all only goes into God. Amen. That actually was, makes us better parents. Some people don't punish their children and I'm saying it's wrong. Yep. And you don't do it because you love you and because you, don't, you, you want your kids to be your friends and, and because you don't or you just don't want to be mean to the Oh, I love them so much. And it's like, yes, but you're creating monsters. And every, all of us got to deal with them. I know. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> I'm going to run away. <laughs> and, and, and what I'm saying is, to see, that's what happens when our love is off. When we love, some of us love our careers much more. And your love is off. And so what happens when you get a moment, what dominates your thought? Your children? What you do? That might mean something. It might mean you might not be loving God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, with all your strength. Because if you get a spare moment and you're doing that, he just dominates it. He won't leave you alone. He just, every time you sit down by yourself for a second, he just sits down next to you and goes, hey, how you doing? Amen. Amen. I'm good, God. How are you? You know? thinking about your, you know, what's going on. And when you just get a moment, God just dominates it when you do that. If you don't do that, I'm, I'm well, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm going to help you out. Come on. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each gonna other. Because you're going to destroy it. Listen, I wish I could get on, on national television and go, everybody stop. Stop because what's happening is we keep biting and devouring each other. We're going to eventually kill everybody. It's going to be over. America will no longer exist. Stop. We're sticking signs in the grass, and we're making stances, and we're just picking sides. It's like, stop. I'm going to tell you a secret. Don't nobody care who you're voting for. Amen. It's like, stop. It's like, man, okay, we can have differences of opinions and different views. That's cool. That's what makes it the world. That's what makes the world work. See, who says one way is the right way, you know? Amen. But it's like, man, but why do we got to fight about it, though? So much so, I like what it says, that we bite and devour each other, and you know that's going on. Yep, amen. And if we keep doing it, we're going to destroy each other. There's going to be no America. We're already losing our foothold in the world. The world is ashamed of us. They're laughing at us. How do I know? 
News? Nope. I know people all over the world who contact me and go, what are you guys doing? It's embarrassing. For you, I live here. And we're supposed to be the greatest country on earth. Leaders of the free world, the democracy in its, in its perfect. We're just a bunch of Sadducees and Pharisees. And only people who hold the law are in the middle. Amen. Am I going further on this? Nope. Let's go to the next one. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. On one occasion. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Okay, here we got another biblical scholar standing up to test Jesus, and he asked him what? Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal now, life? Now, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life is the question that everybody wants to know the answer to. Everybody say amen. Mm. Some of you still question if you have eternal life. Okay, so what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? What do I have to do is really the wrong statement. You can't do anything. Amen. God had to do it. You know, so all you really have to do is believe it. Receive it. Everybody say amen. amen. That's another message, though. Come on. What is written in the law, he replied. Now, see, Jesus, was, he probably would have told him that, but he would have told him what I just said. But Jesus is smart, and Jesus is going, well, I know you're testing me, because right now, I have my blood and everything hasn't covered everything. Right now, I haven't died for sin, so you're going by Old Testament standards. Okay, so this is what you do. What is written in the law? Whenever somebody's trying to trick you, ask you a question, they're trying to trick you, ask them a question. Mm -hmm. I can tell when people are trying to get me, you know, goat me or something. They ask me a question, I'll give them one back. <laughs> You're just trying to be okay. So, what do you think about this and that? Well, see, they're trying to trick him. So he gives them a question. After his question, he replied, "How do you read it? What's written in the law? What do you see? What do you think?" Mm -hmm. Somebody says, "Kenny, man, what's your views? Who, who? You know, they didn't want to ask who I was voting for. They go, what do you think?" And I go, "No, what do you think? <laughs> Don't worry about what I think." I didn't ask you. You asked me. So I tell you what, you go first. <laughs> what did the man answer? Come on. He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. Uh -huh. And love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, we're experts at this now. Next verse. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Yeah. Do this and you will live. He says, you have answered this correctly. This is Jesus talking. If you do this, you're going to be good. What about the blood and all that, Jesus? What about you dying on the cross and all that stuff? Yeah. Just the evidence of it. Mm -hmm. when, when you receiving all that, it automatically, you should be doing this. He says, now go do that and you'll, you'll be good. Come on. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus. Here's the question of the day. And who is my neighbor? And that's what I asked God the other day. Okay, so who is my neighbor? <laughs> See, that's a statement saying you don't mean everybody. Right. So who is my neighbor then? Okay, well, th these people can't be my neighbors. They got so much hate. What are you trying to tell me to love the Ku Klux Klan? Are you serious? <laughs> you want me to love some white supremacists? Are you out of your mind? 
You want me to love the militia that's trying to kidnap the crazy governor? Kidnapper and killer? You mean to tell me I got to love people who spew hatred, division? You know what, God? That's unfair. Who's my neighbor? Because some people, they, they, they're not that bad. And okay, they might not be perfect. And I'm not, I don't think I'm perfect, so everybody ain't got to love me. I don't care. I'm an equal opportunity hater. <laughs> I, really am. I really am. I'm not saying, yo, you should love me. And I, no, you can hate me. I don't care. <laughs> Sometimes I say things, and I go, see, Kenny, you shouldn't be doing this job. Sometimes, guys, I really do. Cause I go, man, see, Kenny, that don't see people don't say that. At, no, you don't say that kind of stuff. And I go, I know, but it just comes out. I know, but you shouldn't do that because when you do this, you have to be a certain way. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I thought we were over that. No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I talked to my. That's me talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, you got You can't be talking about. Now, who is my neighbor now? Because you can't expect me to. That is unreasonable. Here's the reply. In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down so from Jerusalem. So what he was saying was, it reminds me of a story. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, let me tell you a story. Here's a man going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. And he was on this very dangerous road. It's like being on Mac and Connor in Detroit at night. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that I usually say don't go to Detroit without me but I'm saying I ain't even going there <laughs> don't do that alright so it was a very dangerous road dangerous part of town he was attacked by robbers stripped him all his clothes beat him up and they left him there for dead everybody see that and I saw everybody was going Jesus what are you talking about <laughs> come on a priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So here's a priest going down the road, a godly man, and he goes down, I'm not talking about Catholic, he's just a priest, and he, <laughs> and he coming down the road, and he notices this guy, and he crosses over the street to make sure that I'm not, I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> and he goes on his way, passes on the other side. Next. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. Okay, so you don't believe in priests. You're one of them Levite people, so you like the preachers, right? Okay, so here's the preacher who comes, and he passes by on the other side too. Sees the man, totally avoids the situation. Want nothing to do with it. You know one main reason why I, I believe Jesus was saying this? Because it would have been dangerous for them to stop. Because they would probably think the robbers are probably still around. They'll get me too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Come on. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. So he says, he says but here's, here's but, but see, a clansman comes by. Mm. Tell, him to, tell him the Jew that a Samaritan is coming by. It's like telling a, a person, whoever you hate the most. Is coming down as who? <laughs> so a white supremacist is coming down the street. I know he ain't gonna help. 
And it says, he traveled, came, and Samaritan and Jews were bitter enemies in logic and in race. Samaritans hated Jews. Jews hated Samaritans. And you know what was funny? They were very close in their beliefs. Samaritans believed in God. They just didn't believe in God like the Jews did. Right? So they were very, actually, they were very close, and that's why they hated each other. It was just these simple little differences. That, and, and, the, and the basic one was, you're not like me. You're not the same color as me. You don't have the same background as me. We're, we're, we're on two different sides of the tracks. We, they hated each other. And here he is. He comes down and sees the Jewish man beat the crap. And it says he saw him and he took pity or had compassion on him. Next verse. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, huh? pouring on oil and wine. Huh? Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. So here it is. He sees this utter enemy. And he, go, and he, and he probably should have thought, you deserve to die. Hmm. And he stops and he picks him up. Not only that, he, he, he wraps his wounds, pours oil and wine. They use wine because it was like, it's kind of like putting, you know, see the old westerns, somebody gets shot, they pour the alcohol on there. And, and, he, and he's trying to doctor him up, picks him up, puts him on his own ride, and took him to the inn and took care of him while he was there. I mean, carefully got him in, carefully got him a room, took him in there, taking care of this guy doesn't know him from anybody, and yet you're not even like me. Yet our people don't even like each other. See, Jesus is going to the extreme on this. Mm-hmm. Who's your neighbor? Who's, who's your neighbor? Okay, here it is, a Samaritan and a Jew. And notice how he did it. The, the, the guy that was talking was the one that represents the people that was beat up. Mm-hmm. Come on. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Yeah. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense he you may said, have. He said, look, I got to get to my appointment. He took out some money, left it. He says, if it costs more than this, put it on my tab on the way through. I will take care of it. What makes me, this is what it makes me think. When you love, really, it costs you. It really does. It costs Amen. you what you think. It costs you fighting your family who believe, no, we don't hang out with them kind of people. It, 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 it may be dangerous because you're going to lose people. Let me tell you something. If somebody was around me and they were, and they were of the same race or whatever as me, and they begin to speak evil about any other race, white, Mexican, I would crucify them. Amen. Amen. Crucif- I, I would be, look, punks, you, around me, you're just not going to talk that way. Amen. You know, see, because it, it shows to your idiotic, your idiotic. And, and, and it shows to your ignorance, it shows to the fact that you have hatred in your heart, and, and it, doesn't, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense at all. You know what? I'm going to risk our friendship over this. Amen. Do you do it? Amen. Yep. When you're sitting around tables with your family, and they say things you know they shouldn't say, how do you respond? Mm-hmm. Or do you go, oh, you know, Uncle Charles. <laughs> Oh, Aunt Tammy, she's always like that. Uh-uh. Bump Uncle Charles. Amen. Amen. Bump means 
You know what it means. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> nah, no, no. Uncle Charles, me and you would go at it over this because you can't even speak that way in my presence. I'll risk everything. It may cost me something to love. Hallelujah. I'm willing to pay it, though. I'm willing to pay it. I risk it. I don't care what you guys think. Don't invite me back to the gatherings. I'm just not going to play that. I'm not going to get into that because you know why. You know why. Because if I sit by and stand by and do nothing, I'm just as guilty. Amen. So what do you do when someone goes, oh, well, you know how those black people are. Hmm. So what do you do? What do you do when you go, oh, you know how them white people, you know them white people. What what did you say? Well, you know, the white people. The white people, listen, I let white people come over to my house before you. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you, know the, you know how the white people are. Here's another good one. How many white people do you know? <laughs> you, when your cousin says something stupid like that, ask him, a, how many black people do you know? Amen. Amen. It's the equivalent of the man beat up on the road. And someone comes by who should not care for anything in the world, and this person shows up and shows the compassion of God, overlooks all the unnecessary crap that the world says we should judge people by, and makes the decision to sacrifice his money, time, effort. Apparently, he had to be somewhere, because he goes, look, I can't stay and take care of him. I got to get to my appointment, but when I come back, I'll pay even more if it costs me. Amen. And here's the thing. What did he ask the man to pay him back? Nothing. See, here's another part of love. We love when we get something back. Mm. He wasn't expecting anything back. See, who's my neighbor? See, that's, that's tough. That's, that's too much because when I love, I expect something back. <laughs> Did I say that? I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to get on you about this. I'm trying to show you me. You still getting on me. <laughs> you always remind me how not like you I am. I know. <laughs> but it's like, come, some of this stuff is, is it reasonable? Well, it reminds me of a story. God goes, here we go. I'm like, here we go. I'm never going to win. I never win. I never win. He says, which of these do you think was a neighbor to the man, the Samaritan, the Levite, or the priest? When he fell into the hands of the robbers, which one was the neighbor? You go, who was my neighbor? Which one was the neighbor? Next verse. The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. So here it is. The expert of the law could not even say Samaritan. Mm. 
Jesus went right to the heart of the matter. You got hatred in your heart, man. There's, there's hatred inside of you. And the man, valid, he, he gives it validity because he, he should have said, well, the Samaritan. He goes, well, I guess the one that gave him mercy, that thing that gave him mercy, those people that gave him mercy. I guess, I guess he was, see, it was reluctant. He, see, I, 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 the one who had mercy, I guess. I'm sure that's how he said it. You know, well, I can't say that. Jesus says, go do likewise. You mean to tell me go love people who don't deserve my love? Who, 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 who shouldn't even, who shouldn't, you know, who I even feel like shouldn't even be on the planet, really. I mean, so you want me to go and love people who hate me? You, you want me to go, let me get this right. You're telling me that when the love of God comes into my heart, I can overlook all of this madness and just look through to the, oh, well, maybe that means, so that, what are you saying? That I'm not wrestling against flesh and blood? Is that what you're saying? Because, you know, you, demonic forces use us just like you use us. Demonic forces use them. Yeah, and then, but love is bigger. It's, it's bigger. And that's why it says, you know, the love of God, we will never understand it. It's the love that surpasses all understanding. You just don't understand it. It's not fair. It's not right. Especially the world is not built that way right now. I can't love people who, who fly rebel flags. I can't do it. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you think about history. I'm a historian. Bring it to me. I can't stand rebel flags and what they stand for. And then I want to say, you know they lost, right? <laughs> so imagine the look on my face when I see a rebel flag next to the Red, white, and blue next to a president. Does it mean the president is bad? No. Does it mean the president is racist? No. But racist supporting. It's not political. It's just true. Vote for whoever you want to vote for. But what I'm saying is, the point is, Lord, you telling me, who's my neighbor? You caught me off guard with that, you know, because I thought I was doing pretty good. And I think I'm better than most, maybe. Really, really. Okay, so, Katie, who's your neighbor? What has that lady done to you? I'm like, nothing but just aggravate me. She's weird. If she called the police on the people who were doing fireworks, I didn't like that. You know, snitches get stitches. <laughs> and, I'm, and I don't like their dog. And, you know, and the, and the kids, you know, they used to play with other kids. I don't even, they just, they, they just lock them in the house. And I'm sitting there going, Lord, I know they're okay, but I don't, I don't not like, I don't not like them. I just don't like them. <laughs> I know, Kenny, yeah, I got it. But what have they done to you? I, well, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
say, well, they probably looked at me funny when I moved in. I moved in first. I can't even use that. So I was here, and they still moved in. So it could have been that. And I'm just sitting there going, man, Lord, that is so unfair. But I get it. I get it. And I know I got work to do. And, and, and here it is, Lord. I, I will try. Because if I love you with everything that I have, this has to be second. And if he's saying this is how you gain eternal life, or this is the evidence of you having eternal life, the true transformation of your heart, which means whenever you have a spare moment, what do you think about? Does your mind daydream to the Lord? When, when, you, when some of you are in school and, and when you're sitting in front of that computer and you're bored out of your mind, do your mind just go to God? Lord, I wonder what you're doing. I remember one day, I, I'm like, I, I was kind of, and I went, Lord, what are you doing? Like, like right now, what are you doing? Because you don't have to worry about raising the sun, and you don't have to worry about the moon, and you don't really have to worry about the planet. Everything's going the way you said it would go. I mean, when, when, think about it. What does God really do? Well, he's already done it. That's the scary part. And so it's like, God, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Right now, what are you doing? Are you watching TV? I mean, are you, what, is, what, is, what are you doing right now? And then, and then how are you doing this when you're doing this to somebody else at the same time? How are you sitting in Almont and you're in Puerto Rico? What are, you, what are you doing? If the earth is your footstool, what are you doing? What, I mean, what does your day look like? And then God goes, you know, son, I don't have time. See? That's what I'm talking about. You know, it's just, that's what I'm, see? That's, that's why you bug me sometimes. Because it's like, I'm trying to get the concept with this feeble mind of mine, and then you, you, you throw that stuff on me. And it's like, I'm, see? I should have played baseball. I'd be retired by now. neighbor. I'm not judging you. I'm not even getting on you. I, I told you I didn't really have nothing. I'm just sharing. And really, this is my struggle as much as it is yours. So I'm, I'm being transparent, guys. I, I haven't mastered this. Mark was talking about, man, I, my love has levels. He's so right. Is he so right? Here, here, remember, when, remember when Jesus was in with a bunch of people, sinners, and and then somebody came and said, hey, Jesus, your, your mother and your family's out here. He goes, that's not my family. <laughs> what? Remember, remember, this is my family. That's not my family. What? Remember when the guy, he went and said, hey, come follow me. And the guy goes, okay, but can I go home and bury my father first? He goes, nah, let the dead bury the dead. Jesus, you, you're Jesus. You don't say stuff like that. I would have been pulling his robe like, stop talking to people. Jesus, stop. <laughs> you can't say that. No, you don't love like me. See, your love is based on things. When I heard a preacher the other day go, because family is first in America, 
family values and family is everything. And I go, you are so wrong, so wrong. God is everything. God, it doesn't say love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and love your family. It's, it, it's, it says God is everything. Yes, your family is important. Yes, you should love your family. But what happens when your family leaves you? You still love them, but I mean, you, you got to carry on, right? What, so what happens when your family is begin? See, no, see, when we tell people that madness, it brings condemnation because we know that's not everybody's world. And so God doesn't waste time with that. So Jesus, at those moments when he says things that are pretty harsh, what he's trying to get us to see is that, no, I don't love like you. Your love is predicated on, on, on rules and principles of this world. My love is, is otherworldly. That sounded very spacey, didn't it? My love is off-world. I like that. My, my love is from the heavenlies. Who's your neighbor? Come on, huh? Father, we glorify you. We worship at your feet. We do ask for your patience. Lord, we need patience because, you know, these people are here, they love, they, they, these are really good people. I believe in all of them. I really do. And, 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 and Lord, I know they have love in their heart. And, Lord, you know, you've worked on me for years about love. What, 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 but, you know, Lord, we need your, we, we ha you got to be a little more patient with us because it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. But I, and I know Jesus did it, and I'm proud of him. But we've already blown being like Jesus. So all we can do is just inspire to be, aspire to be like Jesus. Wish we can be like Jesus. What would Jesus do? You know, Lord, so, so I'm asking and praying, Lord, that you continue to help our hearts. You continue to heal us from past hurts. Because that's a lot of reasons why we can't love, because we've been hurt. I was talking to a man who was so upset. He was, and, he, and, and keep praying. Keep your eyes closed. Don't. He, and he was saying, man, I, I, man, you don't understand my, my, my wife, what she did to me and, 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 and what she died. Uh, he's like, oh, you know, I, I pray to God and I go, I know, but you, but you got to forgive her. And he goes, no, you don't understand. I'm like, I do understand. I will jump through this phone and slap the crap out of you. And then I think, Lord, hey, 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 okay, well, you know what? That worked pretty good because I, I, now that pain that I absorbed, I can help other people. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I mean, trust me, I didn't plan on it, but, you know. So, what I'm, Lord, what I'm saying is, is our love is so challenged, and so we need your patience with it. We need your education about it. We need your spirit to be involved with it. We need you to remind us, remind us when we're a little bit off. You need, us, you need to give us boldness, boldness that we can speak out, not sit sideways or, or not turn our head or act like we don't hear it. You need, you need to help us to be bold to make stands when we need to. I can't help but think, who's my neighbor? 
Well, Lord, as bad as it pains me to say it, they're all my neighbors. What am I? I'm like, Lord, I'm, 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 I'm kind of Dutch. I'm kind of Indian. Kind of African American. Kind of, I mean, African, not American. I'm kind of, I'm kind of. I'm, I'm dabbled. I'm, I'm a mutt. There's a lot of stuff. So who's my neighbor? You know, what's my son? Well, he's a, he's a black chicken. And then he has Indian and he's, he's part Dutch. And who's my neighbor? I mean, come on. Who's my neighbor? It's like, well, okay, well, these people believe in some stuff that I just, I can't get with. And then these other people, they believe in stuff that I, I can't handle either. So who's my neighbor? I mean, who's my neighbor? Keenan, what has this lady done to you? Well, really nothing. I just don't like don't like the way she moves. Who's my neighbor? Love your neighbor as myself. I wouldn't want anybody to do me like that. Don't really know my substance. They just judging from across the street. I mean, I wouldn't want to be there. You know what, Lord, I'm going to stop. See, that's what it means to love your neighbor as yourself. Do unto others as you would have them. So when we put people down and we cut people up and we tell people off and we post ridiculous stuff and we start arguments and we do it, and then what you're saying is you want people to do you that way because you're treating them the way you want to be treated. You don't want to be treated that way. You know you don't. You know. So when people slander people and talk behind their back, you know you don't want nobody to do you like that. So why do we do it? Love your neighbor as yourself. I'm loving you like I would like you to love me. How would I like you to love me? I'd like you to be patient with me. I'd like you to be stand with me, be loyal, you know, befriend me, be there if I fall to the ground, be there if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Okay, Kenny, we'll give that back. Because that's loving you as much as you love them. It's an excellent point. You're right. So, Lord, help us. Help us. We are your people in Jesus' name. Amen.